Dirt Radio, organic friends of the earth, activism, underground, political action, necessary, wind farms, indigenous struggles, land rights, anti-nuclear, nanotechnology, climate change, coal barons, mining magnates, activists, educating, communities, transforming, communities, mobilizing a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the earth. Friends of the earth. Friends of the earth. Dirt Radio. Welcome to Friends of the Earth's Dirt Radio on 3CR. My name is M Gaither. I'm your host for today. I hope you're having a lovely morning. This show was recorded from my home on Wurundjeri Country during 3CR's COVID-19 station closure, where we are broadcasting across Wurundjeri and Boonwurrung lands of the Kulin Nations via 855am and right across these great stolen lands via 3cr.org.au slash streaming. I'd like to pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging both here and from the lands of which you're listening. Sovereignty was never ceded. On today's show, I'm going to be discussing what's going on with the North East Link project and where it's at currently and what the community has to say about it. As you might be aware, the North East Link is a huge $16 billion toll road set to cut through communities and it's going to connect the Metropolitan Ring Road at Greensboro with the Eastern Freeway in Berlin. The project poses a lot of environmental and social issues, with the likely increase of pollution that will affect populations living close to the road, as well as the huge decrease in green space that will occur if the road goes ahead. Friends of the Earth Sustainable Cities and the Friends of Banyul are two of the groups who have been opposing the development for the impact it will have on communities and greenhouse gas emissions across the state. So I'll be chatting with Claudia Galois and Mary Merkinich from Sustainable Cities and Michelle Giovis from Friends of Banyul. I hope everyone is faring well during these socially distanced times and thanks for tuning in to 3CR to stay connected to our radical transformative community. Even though we're physically apart, we've still got each other. We'll be back after this. Friends of the Earth Food Co-op is open. Get fresh produce and support local farmers and keep our grassroots community thriving through these unusual times. Organic veggie boxes and click and collect now available. Visit www.foefood.org slash click collect to place your orders. Or pop in store at 312 Smith Street and see how we're adapting with our new physical distancing layout. Shop organic and buy local. Made easy at Friends of the Earth. A proud 3CR supporter. Looking for an easy way to keep up with your annual 3CR subscription? You can now set up an annual debit from your bank account or credit card and once a year your payment will be automatically deducted. You can cancel at any time and you'll get a reminder each year before payment. Be a constant supporter of Melbourne's precious independent community radio station and set up a recurring payment today. Just go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe.
So you're listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR with M. And joining me via phone is Claudia Galois, Mary McKinnich from Sustainable Cities and Michelle Giovist from Friends of Benuel. And we're here today to speak about the Northeast Link project, where it's at and also how it's currently operating in our pandemic-affected reality. So the Northeast Link is a $16 billion toll road set to cut through communities, add 95,000 more vehicles to the Eastern Freeway each day and be up to 24 lanes in some places. And it's going to connect the Metropolitan Ring Road at Greensboro with the Eastern Freeway in Berlin. So it is a huge project and there's going to be a lot of people that which the Sustainable Cities Collective and Friends of Banyul have identified. So Claudia, would you like to start by giving us a quick update as to where the project is at currently? Sure. Well, at the moment, um, early works are set to start on the 18th of May and there's currently a Supreme Court action after our campaign um, to pressure local councils to take the project to court. Four of the councils in that area, Banyul, Burundara, Whitehorse and Manningham, have taken the project to court over its environmental effects statement, which was really inadequate. So because of this, um, the project may need to redo their environmental effects statement project, um, effects statement, which is a really big process um, and could set the project back quite a way. Um, however, the government is potentially rethinking it anyway at the moment, considering we might be going into a recession um, and $16 billion is obviously a lot of money. Mm, absolutely. It sounds like there's, um, you know, a lot that is wrong with the project really and that, that needs to be looked at. So, Mary, you're a member of Sustainable Cities. What's the collective focusing on at the moment in regards to the North, North East Link project? Uh, thanks, Em. So the collective is focusing on a few things. Um, there's been a study done by one of the members on um, the air pollution but also the noise pollution um, and it took a while to be able to get the the, um, the actual readings because the North East Link um, group that, that is running this uh, would not release those those air quality or noise quality readings. Um, so we've, we've got them and they are really high right now and this is before the North East Link has been expanded. Um, as you said in your introduction, in some sections it will actually have 24 lanes. So you can imagine and with an increase of something like 90,000 cars, you can imagine how that's going to exacerbate the air and noise quality that's already above what it should be. So that's one of the things we're concentrating on. We're also still concentrating on trying to convince the local councils that they need to do much more um, in opposing the North East Link because we feel that they're not doing enough. We have planned to uh, try and get more residents actively involved, but then, of course, with COVID-19, that's put a bit of a spanner in the works. Um, so, yeah, that's sort of what we're focusing on at the moment. Mm, sounds like a lot of work. And, you know, I guess 
thinking about some of those pollution impacts and effects, Michelle, you're a part of Friends of Banyul, which is one of the areas that the road's going to run through. So obviously those effects of pollution are going to be directly impacting the community there. So can you tell us a little bit about the situation for yourself as a as a member of someone who's living in that affected community and how the community is feeling in regards to the project? Um, thanks, Sam. I think I think the community is really concerned uh, because the uh, early works are set to start on the eighteenth um, of May, and that means that many homes will become unlivable for uh, a number of months and there is no uh, proper plan for them and there's very poor communication from NALP, and, which is the North East Link project, and they are not transparent. Uh, they're not working with the community. They're um, quite secretive and in the time of um, COVID-19, uh, families are home schooling their children. They're working from home so that there'll be no escape from the um, the loss of parkland, the noise, construction noise and the dust. And, um, you know, we're, they're very concerned. And it also means the loss of beautiful parkland and trees and the, um, you know, barrelling of a creek in front of people's homes so it's it's actually um awful and it's it's not a small project it's victoria's largest infrastructure project and it's um it's going to directly impact many thousands of people and this isn't well known Mm, absolutely and you know hearing some of those impacts and we were talking before about you know, the way that the councils there, they're taking the project to court over its environmental effects statement. So, Claudia, maybe do you have a little bit of insight to the listeners um, about what actually was covered in that statement and why it seems so efficient, inefficient? In which statement, sorry? So in the environmental effects statement. So, yeah, what are some of the environmental risks that are being posed that haven't really been considered by the project? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the project has several issues and the environmental effects statement um, was extremely inadequate. First of all, in terms of the air quality, they actually weren't measuring it from the right location. So they were measuring it at a place quite quite a lot further away from where the actual current road is located. So that's one of the main things that's, um, that's really bad. Um, also, in terms of um, the local environment, they're going to be cutting down 26,000 trees, but they're only measuring those trees from three metres and above. So there's going to be hundreds, if not thousands, of smaller trees um, that will also be cut down. Um, they also haven't looked at how the North East Link is actually going to, going to affect um, the, like the climate, so the climate change um, kind of bigger picture effects on what that's going to have. Um, And I think another big thing is in terms of traffic and things, it's actually not going to improve traffic in a lot of areas because it is going to be a toll road. A lot of people will rat run, so local streets in those areas are going to actually be more congested than usual. And a lot of 
um, the, the road is actually going to end at Hoddle Street and I'm not sure if the listeners are familiar with Hoddle Street but it's already quite a busy road and 24 lanes going into the city, it just seems impossible really. Um, so yeah, I guess those are some of the main things um, but just in terms of basically like the community and how vastly they're going to be affected, it's situated near schools, kindergartens, aged care facilities and these are all people who are going to be really at risk when it comes to air pollution. So it's it's flawed in a number of different ways. Mm, absolutely and yeah, it seems like there's just countless different ways that it's going to have an impact on community and particularly in regards to, you know, thinking about the current situation, Michelle, that you mentioned with COVID-19. And Mary, you were also talking about air pollution. And I was wondering if you, um, you know, had anything to add about COVID-19 and the kind of risks to the increased air pollution that might happen with the project. Uh, Well, I'm not really um, involved in that part of it. I'm sorry. I know that that apparently dust particles um, can carry the COVID-19 virus, but I don't really know much more than that. Maybe Michelle knows more about that one. Sure, yeah. Michelle, did you have anything to add to that? Um, Yeah, there's um, growing um, scientific evidence that um, apart from the impacts of air pollution, uh, you know, from the project that are, you know, you know, bad health impacts from particulate matter and diesel fumes, that the um, COVID-19 is actually carried on dust particles further away. And, you know, that's an added um, area of concern for residents that live only metres from the project. There's um, There's no plan that we're aware of to measure the dust at their homes or to um, properly contain the dust during the um, the early works and the relocation of utilities. So it's a major concern and we've already had issues with um, uh, asbestos materials being exposed and, and not being um, properly managed. So, you know, and we're concerned because there isn't a... Um, a clear pathway for the um, for North East Link project or the um, builder CPB contractors to actually resolve this, um, issues. So we don't have the, um, the community liaison group set up. And so far, you know, com- concerns are um, just bobbed off. Yeah, it's, it's not good, especially with, uh, you know, more... We don't know everything that's happening with COVID and the situation is changing so quickly. So, you know, residents in that area do deserve to be kept safe. Um, and so that's that's a real risk. And it seems like that, you know, Sustainable Cities and Friends of Banyul are both doing incredible work and there's obviously some overlap in that work. So how have the different groups been working together? So maybe, Mary, did you want to take that one? Uh, no, I was going to add something about... Um... COVID nineteen, and so I was. I only. I only heard. I think it was a couple of days ago. This researcher who's done a lot of um, study of how green spaces affect people, especially during this pandemic. And um, the evidence is clear, and perhaps also not surprising, 
that um, being out in green spaces is so important for our mental, emotional, but also our physical well-being. Um, and yet here is the state government about to get rid of something like, well, more than 26,000 trees, but also lots of recreational space and um, reserves and parklands are going to be affected by the widening of the Northeast Link, which means there's going to be less green spaces. And yet coming out of this COVID-19 pandemic, I think a lot of people will want to maintain um, the kind of physical activity or simply walking that they have been doing in green spaces. Um, and in addition, I think a lot of people will need that as well to, um, to help them to recover from the isolation that we've all been under. So I think that's a really important aspect to remember as well, because as I said, you know, we're going to be losing a lot of those spaces if this uh, freeway goes ahead or the extension of the freeway goes ahead. Absolutely. Yes, our green spaces are so vital, um, especially, you know, people living in the urban and suburban areas. So we are coming towards the end of the interview now. But obviously, as mentioned before, early works are starting on the 18th of May, which is coming up quite soon. So, Claudia, what's next for the Sustainable, Sustainable Cities Collective and this project? Well, that's what we're discussing at the moment. Of course, we're not going to let early work slip by without any sort of accountability. Um, we also think that during a pandemic when, especially if there's still going to be um, social distancing rules in place, um, it really puts the community on the back foot when we're, not, we're unable to um, do actions in the same way and take to the streets in the same way that um, it that we would, would have been able to usually. So at the moment, we are in discussion about how to be creative about making some noise about this because the community is not happy about it and they've been consistently calling on the state government to rethink this project that doesn't really benefit the community in any way. Um, so, yeah, if people want to get involved or um, keep up to date with some of our um, some of our actions, head along to our Facebook page and we'll have everything updated there. Great. And Michelle, what about if there's any um, Banyul residents that are out there listening? Where can they find out about what Friends of Banyul are doing at the moment? Um, the Probably the best way is if they um, um, look at our Facebook page and we also have a um, web page, but it's unfortunately a little bit out of date, but um, the contact details are on the, on the web page and on the Facebook page, we do uh, put up a lot of posts about what's going on and urging people to write to the, um, our, their local member and also to contact NELP with their concerns. You know, so far, um, our local member or our two local members are fairly silent on that. That's um, Colin Brooks and Anthony Carbines, and they're both... Uh, Labor members and they're, um, you know, failing to represent the concerns of um, many of their constituents. So, um, but they can certainly contact, um, we, we would love people to contact Friends of Banyul and um, welcome their, them aboard so that we can um, take uh, strong collective action. Great. Well, thanks so much for joining me today, Claudia, Michelle and Mary. You're listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR and we'll be right back after this.
G'day, you mob. Kutcher Edwards here. I just want to send out a message to you all. To stop the spread of COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus, it is advised that you keep 1.5 metres away from each other. Follow rules on social gatherings. Wash your hands when appropriate and stay home if you're feeling sick or unwell. But most of all, keep strong, stay safe. And of course, keep listening to 3CR community radio to keep connected to the community we'll get through this and hope to see you real soon bye isolated quarantined need some essentials but can't leave the house or just having a hard time dealing with everything at the moment queer aid nam is a new mutual aid group of organized volunteers we're here we're queer and we've got your back Whether or not that's how you identify, nobody should be suffering because capitalism or the state didn't provide what they needed. That's why we're working to strengthen our communities through solidarity. Put in a request for help and we'll match you with a volunteer in your area who can either pick up groceries or other essentials for you, help you run errands, cook meals for you, or check in with how you're going. If you or someone you know is having a hard time, or if you want to join the volunteer list, find us on QueerAidMelbourne.org or search for us via Facebook, COVID-19 Queer Aid Nam Melbourne. So tell your family and your friends, and don't forget your neighbours. That's QueerAidMelbourne.org, a 3CR supporter. You're on Dirt Radio, and we're coming towards the end of our show. This is just a reminder for our listeners out there that the Food Co-op is open. They're doing an amazing job serving the local community with fresh, healthy food, both takeaway lunches that are still available, as well as takeaway coffees and the wonderful bulk foods and veggies so that you can stock up on everything you need in the pantry. And they've also launched a click and collect website where you can get some amazing boxes with all of your essentials that you might need for your cupboard. So big shout out and love to the foodies for being out there serving the community through this really tough time and making sure they're staying really safe with hand washing and sanitizing stations. It's definitely a much better experience than the horror of the overcrowded corporate supermarket that we're all facing at the moment. And we're also getting creative on the fundraising front and finding space for some fun in the midst of social distancing. This May, can you sign up to our hashtag maybe mullet challenge for a stay-at-home haircut or colour in support of Friends of the Earth? For the month of May, join some of the familiar faux faces and ask your friends and family to pledge their support for or against your style of choice with their donations. You can sign up and risk a maybe mullet at maybe-mullet.raisley.com. All donations will support Friends of the Earth to continue campaigning during the time of COVID-19 and beyond. Your hair, your choice. Style does not have to be a mullet. All styles are welcome. It's a chance to get creative. Of course, if you're just tuning in now, you're on Dirt Radio with M. And today we've been chatting about the Sustainable Cities Collective and their current project, which is to challenge the Northeast Link project that is planned to start early works on May 18th.
You can always catch up on the conversation at 3cr.org.au slash dirtradio. And if you're looking to connect with more community stories, why not check out 3cr.org.au slash acting up and listen back on stories of Friends of the Earth's 45 years of campaigning. And that's just about all we have time for today. Collective meetings have moved online, so get in contact via the Facebook page to get involved and keep an eye out for our online events. We're going to be announcing events soon for various different collectives, so if you jump onto the Friends of the Earth Melbourne Facebook page, you can find all the details there. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dirt Radio on 3CR. Stay safe and look out for one another. And keep it locked to 3CR for more awesome programming that's put together remotely while the station is shut. Taking us out today is Poison by local band Darkwater.
Housing for the Aged Action Group has gone digital to help stop the spread of the coronavirus, but we're still here. If you're over 50 years old and having problems with your housing, we can help. If you're having trouble paying the rent, problems with your retirement village manager or concerned about your caravan park, give us a call on 1300 765 178. We can also help connect you with aged care services and emergency relief if you need it. Stay safe, everyone.